0: Welcome everyone to the Healing Place podcast. I am your host Terry Welbrock. Excited to have you here with us listening in and also excited to have another wonderful guest. I will be doing some introductions in just a moment. But just wanted to welcome you here first to this space filled with motivation and inspiration and healing stories welcome everybody to the healing place podcast i'm glad to have you here and i'm super super excited to have lucia giovanini i did it right yes did I? Yay! Did it. all right so welcome where are you coming to us from where are you so i'm in italy right now okay uh, first
1: of all i want to say that i'm excited to be here with you terry and yes, I'm in Italy. I actually live between Italy and Thailand and Bali. So
0: I've got th- three you know, places where, where I live. But now I'm in Italy. Yes. Okay, I told my daughter this morning, I drove her to school, she's 12, and I was so excited. I'm so excited about this interview. And I said, I think I saw on, um, on, on the website, on your website, because I went through and I looked at everything, which is amazing, and saw, saw Thailand so yes that i was like oh i don't know if she's if i'll be if i'll be speaking to her from thailand but how cool is that so yeah, yeah. It, italy is amazing it's italy and yeah. ireland are on my bucket list of my two places that i want to visit so italy is amazing it's a beautiful country
1: it's just a little cooler colder than thailand actually <laughs> right. and I, I i started um going to thailand around 20 years ago and of course it was very different from now uh but i fell in love with the place with the spirituality uh with the people uh their smiles their happiness even if they don't have a lot own a lot uh they are happy no matter what yeah and so their philosophy this this blend of buddhist philosophy and um you know being in in communion with nature because nature the energy of nature there is so strong Uh, and so i decided to move there and then of course i lead the retreats there as well uh called spirituality vitality well-being of course because what else can you do in thailand (laughs) it's really the the, uh, the the most uh spirit one of the most spiritual places and of course uh, vitality working on vitality and well-being, being there is much easier so and i spent there half of the year but now a few years back uh i started going to bali as well and i also fell in love with bali so
0: i added a third house where is where is bali i'm showing my my ignorance as far as like the geography of the world so Bali is uh, um,
1: also in Asia, Uh, it's uh, in Indonesia actually, it's like between Thailand and Australia, just to give an idea, Um, and it's a little island, Uh, it's called the Island of the Gods, Uh, and and it's a very special place as well.
0: Wonderful, a friend of my, my son, my son lives in Denver, John, and one of his best friends um travels to Thailand and works there for half the year and again he posted some pictures on Facebook of Christmas Day um talking about being you know just there and how beautiful it was so he's back he's back here in Cincinnati for a while but I just I love he's a photographer and so oh my gosh his pictures are just amazing just beautiful yes yeah because because I mean uh, I think everything, they, not everything, of course,
1: there are also some difficulties there. And I mean, it's not all so, you know, positive. But, but all in all, it, it's a very nice place to, to, to live or at least to spend some time. Beautiful, <laughs>
0: beautiful. So talk to us about what it is that you, what it is that you do. Um,
1: I uh, lead workshops um, on personal development, on personal growth. Uh, The goal of my workshop is really to uh, workshops and retreats sometimes are just one day two days workshops and sometimes are are longer retreats like the one I I, um, do in in Thailand and Bali, um, which are eight days retreats. So the goal of all my work is to help people to reconnect with their true self to help people live a better life, ultimately, uh, to um, reconnect with their dreams and actualize them, uh, to let go of fear, stress, uh, and uh, um, useless suffering, in a way. Because what I, what I noticed, and I've been doing that for more than 25 years, and also I wrote a few books on, on those topics, like ch- how to create change, for example, how to deal with unwanted change. Uh, how to be happier, in a way, Uh, how to find our life mission and and live it. So what I noticed is that, uh, of course, um, there is a lot of suffering on this planet and, of course, part of... uh, 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 some pain is part of life, because we can't think of going through through life without feeling pain at some point. We fall, we feel pain, okay, or well, at the end of a relationship, a divorce, or um, a breakup, uh, or, or we lose a job, or we lose money. Of course, I mean, those are all human experiences, and some, pay, some pain is related to that, and it's, it's normal. But a lot of suffering is self-imposed and self-created by our distorted thinking, by our negative thinking, by uh, the way we, we deal uh, with our emotions and with our, you know, states of mind. So, um, and, and we also impose suffering on each other. We impose suffering on animals, on, on Mother Earth. So, my hope is to, and I think my mission in a way, is to um, help people to uh let go of this suffering and uh uh, become more empowered and uh, be more joyous
0: and and yeah and live a better life i love that i love that philosophy because that's certainly mine i i had been through tremendous trauma in my life and then experienced severe panic attacks for almost 25 years and um in 2013 i experienced a shift as i like to call it um started a, a therapy called EMDR, which is Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprogramming, uh, or Reprocessing, and started just reading as much as I could, you know, like Dr. Wayne Dyer's Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, you know, and just tremendous amount of, like you said, empowerment kind of work. Um, Started doing yoga, started doing meditation, all of that stuff, um, and very powerful, you're right, in how it can just... Shift, you know, stuff is going to happen. It, it's just life. That's life, right? It's how you, um, you know, how you look at it and the positivity. Um, yeah. My my nickname is glitter shitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's about just putting that positivity out into the universe, and then you know how it comes back to us, and um, yeah yes
1: definitely what we do with what we what happens to us that, yes. that that's I think that the the, the, uh, the idea and it makes a, a tremendous difference tremendous difference also the, I think what I found is um, it comes down to the questions we ask ourselves uh, because I, I as you can imagine I've, I've been through a, a quite I mean quite a good amount of suffering myself too in in my life. Just to give you an idea, my husband now is my third husband. I went through two divorces and several breakups and a huge uh, shift in my job. Uh, uh, And uh, so uh, when something bad happens to us, normally we tend to ask ourselves, why me? You know, why did did this happen to me? And so when we ask that question, I mean, we go down in, in, a, in a spiral, in a negative spiral, because there may be thousands of answers to that. Because I'm not good enough, because I, I'm not lucky, because I don't deserve, because other people are luckier than me, etc., etc., etc. Because I have to pay for some karmic debt, or, you know, debt, or <laughs> anything. But the, 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 and that is not a good question at all. Uh, the good question to ask uh, is, uh, what is it in it for me? Uh, what's the gift here? What's yes. the possibility here? And of course, it's not an easy question to answer, because uh, the first reaction would be, there is nothing good in it for me, you know, after a breakup, after you are diagnosed with a serious illness, what is what is good there? Nothing, of course, you know. But, uh, so, but the, the the same fact that you cannot answer that question immediately, or you cannot que- answer the question with your human eyes, uh, it helps us to uh, to raise to another level and try to answer that question with our divine eyes, with our transpersonal eyes, with our spirit, spiritual eyes, and then the shift happens. Then we we, we you know. Raise our vibrations, and and we start to we start to see new possibilities.
0: Oh, I absolutely love that. I love that's the first time I've heard that of seeing it through our through our spiritual eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a beautiful way to look at it! And yes, and I tell people the same thing is that try to see the gift within the chaos, yes. um, and that's beautiful. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Sure. Um, so, who is your who's your target audience?
1: So my target audience is really people who are facing um, a change, a transition in their life. It may be, I mainly work with women, but it doesn't mean that I don't work with men. I also, so among my readers, there are lots of men. Among the people who come to my retreats or my workshops, it's more women. I don't know why, or maybe I know why, I have an idea why, (laughs) yes. So, um, basically, uh, people are facing, as I was saying, a transition in their life. It may be women who have dedicated their entire life to their family, for example. And then, at a certain point, kids are, are grown up, gone to college, and empty nest. Right. So, what do I do with my life now? You know, Or um, people who just had a breakup, or struggling with a relationship, or are not happy in their workplace. And still they work uh, seven, eight, nine hours a day, 5 or 6 days a week, uh, 11 months or 12 months a year in a job that they don't like or that mm-hmm. don't, you know, represent their, their mission in life. So uh, how to help them in a transition so they can, you know, let go of their old job and, and create the job they want, for example. So these kind of uh, people are the people uh, that uh, yeah that I work with most. Okay. Or sometimes it's just spiritual seekers, you know, uh, people who who just feel there's more in life and uh, want to you know go deeper, find deeper, have questions about life, like what's the meaning of life.
0: Right. Uh, right. Hmm. Beautiful. So, are your books available in English, or are they all available in English?
1: Um, my book, A Whole New Life, which which is my first book and the base of my method, will uh, um, be
0: released in the U.S. Okay. Uh, March 5th. Oh, yay. Okay. Yeah, Can yeah. we pre-order? I'll go ahead and pre-order yeah. my copy yeah, now. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: A-M Wonderful. And, uh, um, on my website, com, there are all the informations.
0: Okay, wonderful, and yes, everyone go visit the website because um, it's just wonderful, filled with, um, yes, amazing information, and yes, I love it. Well, thank you. Um, so, one of the questions that I ask, when I, and I, I normally save it to the end, but I'm, I'm feeling the need to ask it is, um, if you could meet anyone, dead or alive, that would help you with your mission who would it be? Huh, huh. interesting question.
1: So, many um, people come to mind but uh, if I had to choose one, I would say Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi, I would like actually to have Gandhi as my mentor <laughs> as my coach. Um, because uh, he managed to to create such an enormous shift for a whole nation through nonviolence, and I think that's what what is needed now, because yes. we, I think we need a shift in our consciousness as humans. Uh, if I, I mean, I look at the news, if but it's not just Italy or US; it's all over the world, you know. Right, right. Um, I get quite worried, you know, at what is what is happening and and at the same time i know that sometimes things need to get to get worse before they get better and uh, like an homeopathic remedy works <laughs> and and so um i feel that part of my mission is you know to help people to to uh bring peace within their heart and at the same time to uh, feel the power within themselves that they can make a change we all can make a change. Yes. We all can be change agent. And, um, and Gandhi was such an incredible example of that, you know, without needing to, to use violence, just with words, just with his example. So
0: I think it would be a, a very uh, interesting conversation to have. Oh, for sure. My, my daughter, who I, I mentioned is 12, she's in seventh grade, and she had to pick... Uh, they were doing a monologue, and so she picked one of Gandhi's monologues. And so to hear her saying his words, practicing over and over and over because she had to memorize it, um, very powerful. And again, yeah. just his message of peace uh, was so beautiful. So, yeah, peace and equality,
1: and this sense of. Uh, I mean, there's no sense in fighting each other. We yeah. are human beings, and and for me, it it goes even beyond that because I'm a strong um, uh, um, activist for animals, you know, and nature. Yeah. So I'm an advocate for veganism, for example, for you know um, a, a really peaceful way of living without needing to destroy nature, without needing to uh, to um harm animals so um, for me it's about human uh, beings and then feeling the same connection you know that, that extend the sense of we when for example what i notice is that we all tend to protect our family our children for example okay and then we have this sense of we togetherness connection with our family and then for some people it extends to uh like relatives or friends and then for some people it extends to your nation people who have the same color of your skin for example your same ethnicity and then it should really go beyond that because if it stays at that level then we create wars because the other are different yeah so yeah and they are um and so if you are different i I may want to fight you because of these differences and uh, instead the idea is to extend that to to a a whole you know we are all humans together but it doesn't stop there because otherwise we create suffering for for nature for animals we exploit nature which is our own home and when all the, the 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 possible resources of nature will have ended then what do we do? We destroyed our ho- our own home, our own okay. environment. So the idea is to extend that sense of we to all living beings, all sentient beings, including animals and nature. And from that, you know, sense of connection, we uh, what what I noticed on myself and on on also other people who came to my workshops. What happens is that you feel like safe in the world you feel uh, supported not just by other humans but also by nature but by you know uh, energy the universe
0: right and i love that because i did a a meditation a guided meditation recently and um one of the things that they had me do and i had never done it before what you're just talking about was during meditation you know like think of someone that you love and i'm or you know or an animal and i thought about my dog sammy our therapy dog And so, because that's just such a pure love for me. Um, And so then, and then it's, it it talked about then taking that and um, then thinking about someone that maybe you've had difficulty with. And so then that same love feeling, that same energy, trying to extend it to someone that, um, that I've struggled with. Um, And then to take that and to expand it to, you know, my community and then to the world and then to the universe. And so it just kept expanding that feeling um, and very powerful. Like that was a yes. very powerful sensation. Um, it's totally
1: powerful. It's awesome. Yes. It me with this sense of expansion, with the sense of, uh, you know, being safe in the universe. The, the whole universe is our home. And yes, it comes, it's actually the, the, the meta meditation from the Buddhist tradition. The Theravada, the, the, the yeah, tradition, so
0: yeah, tradition. know Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. I, I love all that stuff, you know, I grew up Catholic, um, and so, you know, I have my Catholic faith, but I love the idea of embracing, I mean, that to me is so beautiful to bring in, you know, Zen and Buddhism and Judaism, and there's just, there's just so much beauty to be found in so many of the traditions. Um, yes, I agree. I, I'm raised
1: Catholic as well. Well, I, I'm Italian, so you right, right. <laughs> It's kind of a given. <laughs> it's a given. I mean here you go to school and the only possible uh, studies are Catholic studies. You okay. can't you don't teach any other religion here, actually. It's the state religion in a way. So, and then, of course, I lived in Africa when I was a child, because my father lived there, and then I spent a lot of time, and I still spend a lot of time in Asia, so I started embracing other, you know, religions. And my father, by the way, used to um, help lots of tribes uh, in, in Africa, and, and so I was exposed, when I was very little, I was exposed to shamanism, to, to the African um, medicine doctors. And so uh, I got a lot of, you know, inputs from from different paths and, and at the end, what I think is that, you know, there are it's different paths, but, but they all lead to the same place, which is connection with the divine, whatever name you want to give to that God. Or yes. God that, you know, it may be Christ, it may be Buddha, it may be, I don't know, Lakshmi, it doesn't matter really. Because the same idea, the same—I mean—they have all the same idea of bringing about the good qualities, the divine qualities of humans.
0: Yes, and just this—I um, just think of it as love and joy, I like this, yes. this essence, this essence of love and joy. Um, and if we yes. can, if we can start to shake, I'm involved in a. Um, online group called ACEs Connection, which is ACEs are Adverse Childhood Experiences, and so um, <clears throat> I had a I had a thought, and then my menopause brain it just completely flew out of my head. So <laughs> it I don't know things. where it went. I had a reason for bringing that up, so but now it's gone. It'll come back. Um, uh, but anyway, so no worries. It's
1: it's I mean. <laughs> It's the menopause brain. I know. Which, by the way, <laughs> it's so interesting because I do also a lot of work with women, uh, and uh, and uh, and so being in menopause myself, you know, since uh, quite a few years, um, I, I did quite a few. I mean, researchers on that. You know what's happened? I I thought that when when it began uh, began, I thought I have
0: Alzheimer. You know, like, right, right. <laughs> That's how I feel, because I mean, it was <laughs> yes. just there. And then I was like, oh, man, now it's gone. I don't, I don't know what happened
1: yes. to it. <laughs> yes, but it turns out that um, it, there's a reason for that, because um, during this period of menopause, where we are more powerful in, in fact, because that blood that doesn't exit our, our body stays inside to create new life from inside. And, and it's pure white light. Oh, I universe. love that. Yes, and so also also hot flashes. It's kundalini energy that moves through our body. So oh, I love that! And so, yeah, and
0: that's... so
1: it's a period, you know, where we we are supposed also to to take more time for ourselves and and to um, direct our attention inward. That's why our brain uh, sometimes has problems processing you know remembering words or or you start uh, an idea and then you you forget where i was heading right because the idea is to to
0: bring the energy the attention more inward so okay i love that (laughs) i love that philosophy and it makes sense so now i'll have to i'll have to try it out and if i forget (laughs) something i'm going to say okay well i need to do some centering and (laughs) all right so are there any Um, Any myths or facts that you would like to clarify for for people? I know we've talked about some of the things um, as we've gone. Okay, so
1: let me see. Um, I would say that, uh, um, first of all, um, courage doesn't mean not being fearful. Uh, Because in our society, we often think that the courageous, uh, also, you know, in in the personal growth um, arena, uh, I see a lot, especially here in Italy, and I don't know if it's just an Italian thing, there are lots of um, male uh, or or masculine ideas, you know, that you need to be courageous, you don't have fear, you go ahead, those kind of, you know, young energy. Which is okay, provided that it creates false myths, like you need to be courageous. And then I feel fear, and I feel there's something wrong with me. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, courage doesn't mean not having fear. Courage means having fear, feeling your fear. And if if you if it's really important to go ahead, you go ahead with that fear. So you transform that fear into action. Um, for the same reason, vulnerability does not be does not mean being weak. Uh, so, uh, for example, I happened to to cry in front of an audience. Someone was sharing um, an experience they had during the workshop, and it was so you know uh, intense and so loving and so uh, so powerful and so sweet yes. that I burst in tears. And okay. So what, you know? Yes. Uh, so f- feeling, showing your emotions and being an empath um, or even being vulnerable, like saying, I don't know, uh, or I, have, I don't have an answer for that. It's OK. It yes. doesn't mean being weak. Uh, and especially for us women, it's so important because um, especially in the workplace, because in lots of... Um, in, I mean, lots of occasions we uh, we have role models who are, who are men, and uh, and maybe uh, most of them have been taught, you know, that you have to dis- to be decisive. You have you don't have to show your weaknesses, and so we think we need to do the same. Is that is <laughs> yes. not true? Yes. And For the same reason, introversion does not mean be, being less powerful or less decisive or not having the talent for being a great leader. Being an introvert, it just means that you need more time with yourself. You need more time to recharge yourself in solitude rather than with other people. Uh, But it's not, you know, a wrong trait. It's just a trait of the personality. Um, And then then another self-myth is that self-love is selfish. Right. (laughs) Which is not, by the way. No, no. (laughs) Because, uh, because uh, without self-love, we are not able to follow through our New Year's resolution, because (laughs) everything, we don't prioritize ourselves. And what happens is we end up frustrated. And uh, if we are frustrated, also the people around us, like, uh, pay for our frustration because we end, at the end uh, we, we maybe react or so I think that all the problems in life are created by people who are not happy people who are happy with themselves love themselves they don't need to you know show that I'm stronger than you or they don't need to uh, take it up on someone else and so, in this sense, self-love is a service, not only to ourselves, but also to our families, to our kids, but to other people.
0: Yes, I love that, and, and it's so, it's so very true. I, um, it popped in my head, one of the things that I, I've said to people is, you know, we, as a society, as a world, we laugh out loud, right? Like, we just, if something's funny, we just set it free and we laugh loudly. If something's sad, we hold that 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 expression in, like we don't, oh, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry in front of other people. Or, um, you know, even an expression of anger, and I'm not talking about, you know, like punching a wall or something, but I'm just saying expressing ourselves and allowing ourselves to feel these natural human emotions um, is very healthy if we do so in a healthy, healthy manner. I worked with kids um, for a long time uh, in the mental health field and talking to kids about you know, healthy expressions of emotions. Um, it was very empowering for those kids. Um, heck, it was yeah. empowering for me. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely it is. And as you said, um, because anger is uh, considered um, socially not acceptable. Right. As you said, we laugh out loud, but when we are sad or when we are ang- sad, sadness, okay, you can still say I'm a little sad and it's still okay. But But you don't teach a kid, yes, be angry. Okay, no problem. You're all right when you're angry. No, you teach a kid, keep your anger, don't be angry. But the thing is that we all deal with anger because anger is a natural emotion. It's a human emotion. And so what happens is we start to to, um, repress our anger. And uh, when we do it for long enough, it becomes sadness. It becomes depression. Yes. Right. Because anger is is a very strong emotion and it's a vital emotion. It's also the emotion that that enables us to say stop, you know, to say enough,
0: right. for example, right
1: uh, to to move from our comfort zone and say enough. I've had enough, no more. So if we don't um, let yourself, if if we go, if we don't give ourselves permission to feel that anger, what happens is that we feel depressed because we don't have that vital force anymore and right. so depression what is it it's it's a repression is is we depress our vital force
0: and we are hopeless yes so yes exactly um so how did you get to this place of where you are i mean do you want to share your personal journey story <laughs> Yeah, it's quite
1: interesting because I've never, I mean, I have i have not been doing this job for my whole life. Um, even if uh, I had the call for this for my whole life, uh, I because I started reading psychology and uh, uh, spirituality when I was like 13, 14. Okay. So, uh, but then uh, I was, I think, Seventeen, and I uh, accompanied a friend to a casting for, um, for a fashion show here in Italy, and they took me. Oh. <laughs> so, so that was the start of a long, long career in modeling, and uh, not only in Italy, but I worked in France, I worked in Spain, I worked in uh, Germany, I worked in Australia, in Korea, in many countries. And, um, and it went on for, for quite a while. And, um, and I also uh, built three companies in the fashion world, like a, an agency for models, uh, um, a school for models, and, and, a, and a company that uh, took care of everything when you needed to organize a fashion show or a photo shoot. But then, uh, and I married a model, so all my life was around fashion and modeling. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I would have been doing this for all my life. But when I, and, and in a sense, I had it all because I was earning a lot of money because fashion at those times, the fashion industry was very prosperous. So, and we were paid, well, I mean, I think models are still paid well now, I, but, you know, we were paid quite well. And I would travel and I mean, wildlife. my life was apparently a very nice life, but I was totally unhappy. Yeah. It came to a point where I, I was waking up in the morning and, you know, oh, I need to go to work. Uh, and and uh, totally unhappy. I felt my life was pointless, meaningless. Um, and I tried to suffocate this feeling for a while with shopping, with you know um anything that, that i could uh, eating um compulsive eating um traveling and, <laughs> and everything but this this sense of unhappiness wouldn't go away it would go away for a while but then put them back right uh, and so again i asked my, myself one of the most important questions i think in life when i when i started thinking okay i need to to change. I I can't go on with this for long. But then, of course, all my fears kicked in. To change and do what? And do, and be a psychologist. I don't want to be a psychologist. I would like to, you know, be a coach. But those times in Italy, if you would say, if you tell people I want to be a coach, they would ask you, oh, in which gym are they working? Because there was not any idea of, you know, a, a life coach or anything. So, um, so of course, all my fears kicked in, will I survive, I mean, how will I earn money, it's, it's, up, it's absurd to let go <laughs> yes. of all this, you know, and, um, and then I ask myself a very important question, which is, okay, I know all my fears and all the, the possibilities, that, all the bad possibilities that are going to happen to me if I leave this job, if I leave this golden situation. But what is it going to happen if I don't leave it? If I st- if I keep on like this for my whole life? Right. Then I saw myself, you know, at the end of my life, looking back and uh, having wasted my life, basically. And I said, no, no, I can't do this. And I and I, that gave me the courage to to jump and, and to leave everything and start a new in a new field, for for which I had studied, but. I didn't you know i had to really invent uh this new job in italy which was totally
0: uh, unheard of well yeah because i think coaching stuff is just now exploding onto the scene you know so many people are coaching yes. but yes if yes. you've been doing it would you say 20 20 25 years yes, yes. 20,
1: 25 years and in italy which i mean <laughs> is is uh at least was behind from the states uh, in in terms of personal
0: growth. Right, right. And then one of the things I had seen was, um, uh, I think, a photo of you with Louise Hay. Um, yes. And so um, I had gone to a Hay House Writers' Conference in um, last October, of, oh, not okay. this past October, but it, down in Orlando. With, with, with Tracy and... and Yes, oh, with well, Reed Tracy, yes. So he, he was there and, you know, directed the whole thing. I think Mike Dooley was one of the presenters. Yes. Um, uh, Nancy. Yes. Mm, yes. Yes, so. Um, Nancy was, was the, the um, uh, she, she
1: was in charge. When, when Louise was alive, I met her um, in Rome when Louise came to Italy and okay. she was in charge of all the events. And now, uh, again, she made the jump because she has lot of inspiring work um she's done and so she she started writing book and uh, yes. books
0: and she had she um she read one of her poems because she's yeah she writes she poetry, good poetry yes. yes and so she and so this was i think her her book was just her first book was just starting to come out i don't know if she's written more since but um so yeah so i think about um you know the work you're doing and i think about louise hay and. Um, you know that she kind of pioneered this whole idea of of guiding people and um, helping yeah, them, did. helping them learn about their their how to empower themselves and yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, so. she did, and and uh, and uh, I'm actually one of her teachers trainers, so okay. I teach our uh, teachers um and um and it's been an amazing journey uh, her method is so powerful so simple in a way uh but simple things are the most powerful ones okay. uh, and uh, and so powerful and i see when i lead louise hey here Life workshops which are based on, on Louise a method um uh, i see profound transformations in people
0: that's so. neat i've been- toying with the idea of, you know, doing one of those workshops. One of my friends that lives in Florida, she also does that as well. And so um, I've contemplated going through it just because, again, I I think the message is so powerful um, and I love the idea behind it so yeah i think it's cool that someone had i think i don't know if i read it somewhere or maybe maybe someone had told me but that you're like the they call you the louise hay of um italy or europe so i think that's fantastic yeah what a huge compliment (laughs) it's a huge
1: compliment i feel so honored about yes and uh, yeah it started um with with some magazines um defining me like that, calling me like this, both in India, the times of India, because I also go to India once in a while to lead workshops there in Mumbai. And um, and uh, so uh, since um, I work a lot also with the Indian uh, teachers there, I mean, when I go like even now in, in February, I have a conference in Mumbai and, and um, it's lots of um, heal your life uh teachers are gonna be there and and i'll be speaking and so uh times of india started calling me the italian Louise and also in bulgaria they started and of course here in italy and so uh, i love it yes i love it as well i think it's a it's a great great honor and privilege and uh, and sometimes i think we we'll let you up to it because you know it's it's a it's a powerful and 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 very uh, Strong uh, legacy to it.
0: Oh, to sure, <laughs> yes. What shoes to fill, right? <laughs>
1: yes, and and yeah, maybe because she was a model as well. You know, when when she was younger, um, there was a, for quite a while she she was a model, or I don't know. But yes, yes she
0: um, her documentary is very powerful. Yes, wow, what a what a story, um, mm-hmm. you know. And again, I I think so many of us. Um, you know, who are empaths and who um, are, are pulled, like you said, just drawn to this this work um, of trying to help others empower themselves and, and just heal the world in a way. Um, you know, we've, we've been through the struggle. We've been through heartache and trauma and pain. Um, and then we triumph. And then we are like, oh, my gosh. I I, I want the whole world to know about this joy and this being able to live in a place of happiness um, Mm -hmm. even with all of that, you know, history. Um, And so thank you for doing that and and sharing that. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Terry. And it's so nice to connect uh, at this level, you know. Yes, very much. And sometimes I wonder how would it be if the whole world would be like this, you know? As humans, we all have our scars and wounds, and and it's just a human path. And so instead of trying to hide them, instead of trying to, um, you know, put other people down so as not to feel our own wounds, and instead of going in that direction, why not just connect at a deeper level and, and, you know, accept our past and who we were and who we are because, of course, we are not perfect even now. Right. I'm not. Uh, I'm still struggling in some areas. Yes, you know. me too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and I think that's the beauty of the human experience. You know, there's always something to know. There's always something to, to get better at,
0: something to improve. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think one of the catalyst moments in my life was when I finally was able to just put my stuff out there um, and and say, yes, I'm in the middle of a panic attack, you know, I'm I'm freaking out in the middle of the grocery store parking lot right now because I feel like I'm going to fall off the earth and that's crazy and it's weird and, but it was a sensation that overwhelmed my body, Um, but once I was able to start to put it out there, I was amazed at how many people connected to it and how many people... um, were able to help, open myself up to the help, um, you know? That, that moment in particular when I was in that parking lot and somebody walked up to me and I was frozen and said, you know, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm having a panic attack and I, I just need help getting to the store. And they just kind of walked with me side by side and helped me in and again, that was just a shift moment and very powerful. Um, And I thought, maybe if I start putting it out there, wow, did it have an impact on people because people started to say, oh my gosh, me too. So, yeah. Yes, Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's the power of vulnerability, I
1: think. Brenna Brown wrote a wonderful book on that topic. And uh, yes, I think it's so powerful because when we relate uh, to, to people from our masks, then, I mean, it's the relationship stops or yes. the relationship is frozen in a way it can't go deeper but when we are just who we are and, and uh, then other people I mean we give not just ourselves permission but other people too yes. permission to themselves
0: yes very mm-hmm. much were you talking about the gifts of imperfection is that the book yes. Um, yes. yes and so yeah that book was very powerful for me as well because it was um, letting go of the shame part of it which is that was what that was if we can let go of the shame and you're right take those masks off and just connect mm-hmm. soul to soul um, wow yes. what it, again what a shift will happen in this world when we start to connect exactly. soul to soul yeah. and we
1: free also a lot of energy because it takes a lot of effort and energy to oh. hide the
0: parts yes
1: it's- to, to um in a way um act as everything is fine you know <laughs> my life is perfect uh, it takes a lot of energy to keep those, those parts hidden uh instead when when we free them okay i'm I'm at this I'm not perfect I, 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 and and then there's suddenly th- that energy is available in our life
0: right yes very much yeah. so well we are um at the end of our time but i just wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about is there anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to talk about
1: um we actually touched about it but uh, i'm as i said i'm a very strong advocate for for animals and nature because i think animals don't have a voice uh to defend themselves they don't have money to pay for their freedom. I'm talking about, you know, like all the animals, dogs and cats and, and pigs and chicken and for example in laboratories, or cows and, and pigs in, in slaughterhouses. They, they they can't pay for their freedom. They can't say, Hey, we, we are feeling pain. Hey, we we, we are uh, terrorized, we, we, we have fear. Um, and so I think that we need, we as humans need to take care of them. We need to give them a chance of, you know, a fair life. And so, and that also um, impacts on our life uh, because we can't, we are all together on this planet and we can't just be the, these species who take advantage of the other species.
0: Yes. some right. Yes, and so, I, I just read a comment, you know, sometimes when I see articles or I see, you know, like a video on, on social media, I love to read the comments. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just find, I find to learn a lot. And somebody had commented, um, and it was a video about an animal. I think it was like a cow, a, a little girl was singing a song to a cow, and this cow was just, so fascinated by this little girl's song and that kind of stuff you know i get all sappy and cry and i think it's beautiful and um but somebody commented that humans were not here to lord over the animals we Mm -hmm. were put here um you know to protect them and to um yeah to to um love them and so and to learn from them as well um, so yeah I love that I love that comment because again I think it's beautiful as I sit with my little doggies next to me and,
1: <laughs> and they give us so much they uh, actually on my book a whole new life there's a chapter uh, on animals because uh, it's a chapter um, in, in um, that, that talks about tools for transformation so which are the tools that can help us um, to, to to make the shifts we want in our life, uh, and of course there's meditation, there's breath work, and there's you know other kind of physical activity, you know other kinds of of things. And then I also talk about animals uh, because um, being with an animal or having an animal in your life, a pet in your life, in your house is really like having a battery of love Uh, unconditional love and so uh the least we can do is give some love back to them the least we can do is honor and respect them yes
0: so well and i think yesterday we had a, a on every tuesday morning i take sammy our therapy dog to a school a local school and yesterday um she visits with nine kids in that school, but yesterday they brought a little boy in that's not one of the normal nine that she visits with. Um, this, and then this she helps kids with anxiety. Um, and so this little boy came in and he had tears welled up in his eyes. And um, I, sat, you know, he sat down next to me and Sammy instantaneously just started kissing on him and loving on him and hugging him. And she couldn't, get enough, like, close enough to him. And I saw this change happen in this little boy where his eyes, the tears dissipated, and he just, you know, he just hugged on Sammy and accepted all of her kisses and love. And, you know, she didn't leave his side for almost an hour. Um, And then afterwards, I heard about this horrific tragedy that had befallen this little boy only the night before in his family. And so to know that this dog, this sweet little animal, took away his pain for an hour Um, and it helped lift that from him. Oh my gosh, I cried the whole car ride home. I'm I'm surprised I got home because I was so moved by it. Um, And you know, this dog and how she just, animals just connect on a soul to soul level, a heart to heart. Um, And there's just such pure intention.
1: Definitely, they just speak a different language. Yeah. And so we don't understand their language, and so we think they are stupid, but they're not. Right. No, <laughs> we, And I see it with have,
0: this dog, I mean, yes.
1: Yes, they, we think they don't have feelings, they don't have, you know, their own uh, life, because we don't understand their language, but it's our problem who don't understand their language. Right. They understand ours yes. <laughs> quite well.
0: Yes. And so, <laughs> and so yes. Um, I think it beautiful, absolutely beautiful. My my last question for you is, um, and I think you've already answered it, but I'll give you chances. Um, what is your dream job and are you doing it? <laughs> this is my dream job. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, I would really love to be able to be of service to humanity. That's why I chose Gandhi yes. as, a, as a mentor, as a person to talk to. And um, And of course, I have... Um, fears and limiting beliefs, one of which is my English. My English is not good enough to communicate.
0: Oh my gosh, I think it's amazing. I was so worried that I was not going to be able to communicate. Like I was I, I was just, um, that I wasn't going to be, like, live up to what you needed. So, yay, I think it's been wonderful. So,
1: yeah, because it's not my, my I'm not a native, of course, I'm not a native speaker. So, um, um, it, my job being a job where communication is needed
0: yeah <laughs> i can
1: i can't just give signs i need to use words and and so i'm actually working on on this belief right now you know i'm i'm working on you know shifting this belief and and and, and hopefully improving my english but um yeah i think this is my my dream job and 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 my mission and i hope it can be helpful to people in humanity.
0: Well, wonderful. I'm again. I am excited to read your book when it comes out Mar- March 5th. Is that is that the date? Yeah. Okay. March, March 5th and uh,
1: pre booking is or is available or okay. you,
0: Yeah,
1: is available on my website and there's a lot of gifts also with the pre books with the pre booking. And, uh, and I hope I'll be able to come to the U.S. maybe to lead some workshops.
0: Oh, my uh, gosh. I would sign me up. Yes. I would <laughs> love that. That would be absolutely wonderful. So how do people get a hold of you? What is your website again?
1: It's uh, my name. So it's uh, www.luciagiovanini.com. And then I also have a community on uh, Facebook, a free community called A Whole New Life. For people, you know, who want to have some, um, not just information, but motivation and inspiration and exercises, like we have a weekly challenge, in order to bring the teachings into our everyday life, into action. Because one thing is to understand the process or understand what we need to do, and one thing is actually to do. There's a gap there. (laughs) Most of the times. And so the community is there as a support, and it's also there as a gentle push or gentle guidance to, you know, bring all these concepts into action in our life. Well, yes,
0: just having having a um, support system in place helps us a lot of times to keep moving forward. So, yes.
1: Well, thank you.
0: On Facebook. Okay. Thank you so very much for joining me on, on the podcast. It's been amazing. I've loved our conversation. Um, so, yes, thank you.
1: Thank you, Terry. I loved our conversation so much. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to do a quick little closeout here. Everyone, thank you for joining us today. And until next time, remember to be gentle with yourselves. All right. Bye-bye.